and here we are. Behind the funny. We're actually operating out of uh, Ace Aceto's garage tonight, trying something a little little different. Well, every other podcast that we listen to is a garage. I know, so Mark like, Barron, True Crime Garage, everybody's out of their garage now. I mean, now, so. you know, our quote-unquote studio... You know, well, it's I mean, a, the garage is an upgrade. Yeah, exactly. No kidding. <laughs> well, this is, it's yeah, spacious now. We got like, well, like at least four hundred square feet now. Yeah, exactly. we're, we're we're actually above ground. Yeah, you no know kidding. now, which is which is I unbelievable. Feel, so. I feel like if there's a nuclear war, at least we'll see it happening. <laughs> we'll have some. We warning. won't come out like Burgess Meredith at the end of the Twilight Zone episode. You know. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I know. Look at that. Twilight Zone. Or, or uh, uh, w- what's his name? Uh, William Forsythe and Day After Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Remember what, that one? Not, Nothing. We I'm just going to say um, big props to the full-size refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? That's that very, very and nice. And our friend Mike Murray is joining us tonight, co-founder of Funny for Funds. Um, he, joining us here in the garage. Thank you for the Soggy's hot dogs. Oh, yeah. No name brands. That's another great thing. We don't want to defy our, our other advertisers that are actually paying. Yeah, just in case. As well, I, well, as well, as just I in case Fenway Franks comes calling. Yeah, right? <laughs> what other hot dog company is coming after As us. I sip on my fine beverage that will remain nameless. Even though it's a mad apple tree group <sighs> of apple yeah. cider. Let's just say it's in a very... Ill-tempered, yeah, Ill- cider. Yeah. Ill-tempered grouping of trees with yes. apples on them. It's cider. An ill-tempered forest-like cider. Yeah. yeah, we'll just leave it at that. So. Well, I, you, you wouldn't even know the beer I'm drinking. Yeah, so I wouldn't mind. But at yeah. least we we can relax. Yeah, we had some soggies. I cooked out on the grill. We got chips. We got this is this is great. This is what I got in the podcast. Yeah, no kidding, right? I don't care about the interviews. I just wanted to eat and drink. Yeah, right. This is what makes it work. It is last week with Jim McHugh when we were at Hard Rock. You know, we got to have a few beers. We got to have a few appetizers. That was great. And that was a great interview. People, uh, you know, we're, we're recording. Um, today and it just went up today. So by the time you hear this, um, you'll have hear, heard that one with uh, with Jim. What an amazing guy! USO tours for oh, years. Yeah. I think I that's knew he was going to be a great guy. That's one of my like ultimate goals. I I just want to perform for, for the, the troops. troops. Well, and I've done it locally, but yeah. I want I want to like he's this guy's been in helicopters, bro- yeah. dropped in hot zones. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, he slept we in tents, wood bunks. Yeah, you know, and everything. And he was telling us about, it. and they don't. It's like a per diem. They don't get paid. Paid. It's not yeah, a ton no. of money. Oh no, no. That's just what... it, you know they do it because they want to entertain these guys. And like he said, when you go to these far out places, um, the entire base shows up for the show. Everybody, yeah, shows up everyone must be stopped for something yeah. like that. And and uh, you know just just. To be willing to do that as often as him and like he said Joey Carroll goes with him all the time yep. his buddy um, yeah. and, and Joey's been doing him forever yeah, too yeah exactly to do stuff like that's amazing and then on top of that to run the Boston Comedy Festival one of the most successful festivals in the country it was so, funny it was funny when he was talking about you know Dave Russo won the first year the prize was $500 the second year, it jumped to ten thousand. How bad is Russo kicking himself? In the- <laughs> <laughs> but no, and, the, and the greatest story about the um, Boston Comedy Festival, and I think you would agree with me, was when Elinka Mitra won it. He actually split the money with the other finalists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was a stand-up thing to do. Yeah, yeah. He, he he was always that type of guy anyway. Yeah. and he was not. 
uh, far into his career or really well known when nope. he won that. He just had a great year, and he's a very funny comic. Yeah, very Earlier funny. that year, he had done a contest for uh, Bob Mello, and I was judging the contest, yep. and he won that contest because he far and away was so amazing. So and 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 completely clean too. Yeah, witty and clean, and and they've had yeah, several winners that were like that. There weren't these big name guys or anything. Dan Bolger, the year he yep. won, exactly. you know, and stuff like that. Even when Nardizzi won, he wasn't. He hadn't done his Conan shows. He hadn't done right. all the stuff that he does that he's done since then yeah. you know and, um so and and then on top of that they honor people like they had mark Marin, the smothers brothers lewis black lewis yeah. black yep. they've had huge name people come to that festival but people don't realize too outside um just they they accept about 90 and 95 well, they used to they, they cut he, it. He they, cut, he it down. cut it down. This year, it's only it's only forty, and it's only four really? days. Yeah, they yeah. used to do they used to do like eight days, ninety six comics. Right, but that must have gotten a lot, you know, a lot it, to secure. Well, one of the things that stuff. he said, showing the type of guy Jim is, is a lot of these comedians that are coming into the contest, they're not headliners. They're not guys making a lot of money, and it's expensive to stay in Boston. So to go for nine wow. days was very expensive for a lot of these people. So he cut it down to half the amount of people half the amount of time and to make it a little yeah. more and affordable. I'm sure the talent pool is through the roof now. Oh, yeah. And, oh, and absolutely. Now it's even, more selective than ever now. Even even at the 96 people when they were doing it that much, it was just to be accepted to the... Oh, it was oh, a yeah. credit. Yeah. Because yeah. these people are coming from all over the United States to perform in that. That's how yeah. popular yeah. that that um, comedy fest is. And, you know, and, and you see, and it's pretty cool when you see a fellow comic. Yeah, I got accepted, and then you watch them. Yeah. You see how far they go. Orlando yep. Baxter went. Um, he was second place a couple years ago. Yeah. Also, another, yep. another guy. So well, many people. I was on it. I got accepted twice, the second year, and then like. 14 or 15 years in, a couple few years ago. That's pretty cool. And it was. It was an honor to be just accepted because you knew, especially the further, especially the further along the, the festival has gone, there's so many more comics trying out right. for it. I mean, the second year wasn't that difficult to get into because it was really only New England-based comics that knew about it. Right. It wasn't like an international film, oh, yeah. uh, an They're international festival. Everywhere. Now it's very different, yeah. Right, because last year he had comedians from <clears throat> Ireland. Yeah, it's international now. That, yeah. that have participated in it from Australia. Yep. I mean, it's really blown up. So I'm glad for Jim because he's a good guy. Yeah. He really is a nice guy. He's short, he, too. I, I was surprised to see how short how he was. Short he looks is. taller than yeah. on, on, on the you'd swear, you'd swear he's like 6'6 six, six or <laughs> yeah. something like that. But, but he's, yeah. He's, yeah. So he's a tiny guy. Yeah. He's a tiny yeah. guy. Long torso. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, the week before that, we, we had the Frank Santorelli episode. And the two weeks before that, we had Frank and Charlie talking yeah. about. Oh, so I today mean, we have gone, been on a run until Genesis, tonight. And we have come to a screeching halt <laughs> this evening. The highlight of tonight is going to be us talking about the Soggies and the drinks. And last week's guest. And last week's guest. That's it. That's it. That's it. Thanks Jim, for, if thanks you're for listening, listening. Uh, come on, man. <laughs> but uh, oh, uh, Ace We've been wanting to do this for a while. Yeah, we pitched this idea a while ago. We were t we've been talking about it. Um, you know, we, we started this because we're all part of the great group Funny for Funds. I'm not going to go into the, the ad for the company, guys. Go to the website if you want to see what they do. Um, approaching four years and four million dollars raised for groups and causes it's just become a, a juggernaut of a company and when you do fundraising shows not only do you have a great time and you help out a lot of people there are shows that move us as as comedians and as performers because 
Um, yes, we, we say some things on stage we probably shouldn't say, but in the end, <laughs> yeah. we are human beings, and you just have these shows that just... Really hit you. Yeah, really hit home and make you realize why you do this stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Mike, obviously, you, you founded the company, so you've been through more than your fair share of those type of shows. Ace has been on several. Ace yeah. was on one of the ones that I'm going to talk about tonight that on one of mine. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and it's just been And I was on, I was on one of the ones that Mike is going to talk about too. And those are probably the two, for me, the two most amazing shows over the past couple of years that I've been on uh, just because they, they, really, they really hit home both totally different outcomes uh, on both ends of the spectrum, but right. they were just amazing shows. So, so but I'll, I'll start off, and, yeah. my, and uh, you know, I have two especially I'm going to talk about tonight, mm -hmm. and the first one was my launch show, my first show that we did um, when, I, when I first decided to, to bring Funny for Funds to my area, uh, and uh, I was talking to Mike about an idea of, you know, how to launch it so people know that it's in the area, and we said, uh, maybe throw a, a free show for people to come see or do this or do that, and then Mike came up with the idea. He goes, donate a show to someone that, that needs it. So I'm thinking, you know, local baseball team, local football team or something like that. Booster and club. It boosts yeah, club, exactly. Right. And my daughter uh, brings up that there was a kid at the high school who had just been diagnosed with. That's with an amazing story. With cancer. I'm going to um, cry. We're, you know, we're, we're going to cry, cry through this whole thing. <laughs> um, his, his, we called him VP for sure, Vasilios Politos. Um, that's why we called him VP, because I still can't say his name. Yes. <laughs> well, that's why the entire school called him VP. <laughs> um, but he was, he was a... Uh, I a feel like Mike saying the Smithsonian when, yes, I, when yeah. I try and say his name. As long as I don't eat Jalepinos at the Smithsonian. Yeah, at the Smithsonian. Well, yeah. today I learned... Uh -oh. Today oh, I go. learned... Today I learned. I already told you. I was with the I um you know Dave Cordero, I, I, I IT guy, and yeah. um um he's a partner too on family funds. He um I kept saying oh the Earl, you know the Earl of, on the, the to the website the Earl, and he's like, what the, what are you talking about? <laughs> the so URL. Point at, yeah. He's like who? He's like. Who the fuck's up? <laughs> we could do an episode. Oh, we, that's another episode we're going to do. Mike Murray mispronounced words. We're going we're gonna to bring Kathy back, and it'll be Kathy and Mike. And Bill. With the, with, and we're going to bring all the people yeah, that know all the words. With the Mike Murray endless. dictionary. Oh, my God. It's endless. And, and I, I still i am getting derailed here, but the, uh, <laughs> the picture that Kathy showed of the time Mike got mad, and he Until took the computer away from the girls, <laughs> and he wrote no pewter till first. Further notice. No, till no, no, further. Father. Till father. Father notice. notice. No pewter. P-U-T-E-R. No ah. Till father, father notice. notice. F-U-T-H-A. Father. Oh, my that God. Was in the he, that was just, he was just, just pissed. See, he was so angry, people. He couldn't even spell correctly. Yeah. He was oh so mad God. that night. Oh, right. my God. We could do a whole episode. But, yeah. But back my, to uh, VP. My VP. daughter, my daughter told important. me about VP. Um, finished his junior year of football. Now the the high school football team in our in our town um, for three years, uh, two years in a row, made it to the state semifinals, one game away from the state championship. And VP was a, a starting wide receiver, starting cornerback, all state his sophomore year. Outstanding athlete, outstanding athlete. Everyone loved him. Good kid. Um, after football season, his junior year, not feeling well, keeps getting sick, goes and gets diagnosed, and has non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Um, so they told me about it. So I emailed his coach and said, hey, I have this company, Funny for Funds, and we do comedy night fundraisers. You know, does the family need some help? Um, because what I'd love to do is, 
you know, uh, I'd love to do a show to help donate a show and help him out. And uh, the coach thought it was a great idea, got the other coaches together. And, you know, we always talk about when we preach to people that you need a group to make these things work. And this was a case and example of why it works, because the entire team pitched in to sell tickets, to get raffle items, to do all the things that we tell people to do. And they got amazing stuff. And we did the show. And it was very hard that night uh, because VP emailed me and said, can I come to the show? I know it's an adult show. He was turning 18, so he was close enough. So we said, yeah, of course. I mean, the show's for him. So he couldn't get up the stairs by himself because he was so weak from all of his treatments yeah. and everything. He literally had to be carried up the stairs. And, and you remember when you look at him, that he, yeah. he weighed, looked like he weighed 90 pounds. Yeah, so He's five foot 10. I mean, he, he was a, a very frail person at this point, but he wanted to be there to be part of this. And he sat right up front. And, and it um, was you and me and, and Billy. Bill Simus. They, yeah. had a, wow. they had a three yeah. headliner show. It was an amazing show. We had so much fun. The crowd it was, was into it. Oh, my God. I mean, it, was into, awesome. it was How was his reaction to the pack, show? He, he was dying laughing. He, laughing. he loved yeah, it. He loved he, it. He said afterwards, one of the funniest shows he's ever seen in his life. Um, and then, then at the end of the show, when we were, you know, saying why we did this and how much getting ready to show them the big check yeah. um, we asked VP to come up with yeah. us to flip the check around we're all crying of at course. this point He's, you know he, it, it literally he was six feet away from us and it took five minutes for him to get up there yeah because he could barely walk at yep. this point um, but he wanted to get up there by he, himself yes. like he had some friends helping they him a little bit they went to help him up and he would like push him <clears> away yeah and he walked all the way up there by himself and he flipped the check and um, two of his football coaches head coach one of the other guys the three of us and him all, all got the picture and it's still my my uh, yeah. my Facebook uh, um, cover photo and that was your first show that was the yeah. first show to, to come out of the gate you already knew being part of all the other shows the, the, but, but being, being your first show that's when you're like, all right, now I when, know why I do this. And and when I was like talking to the crowd afterwards and everything, I almost couldn't get through it at that mm-hmm. point because I'm looking directly at him while I'm talking about oh. this. So it just drives it home even more that how personal this is. Some this, of these this shows is are. Me, this right. isn't just me showing up doing a show to help somebody out because we've done shows for, for sick people before, but I don't know them. You still feel for them, but there's yeah. no connection. Like, this, like I know this kid. Yeah. He goes mm-hmm. to school with my daughter. My wife teaches yep. at yeah. that school. We know these people. And you worked with them from day one, too. Yeah, That's exactly. the other thing. And you know then, what I mean? We, we we raised a ton of money for them that night. The NFL donated some things. Yeah. Because um, they gave every high school in America that had a, a player that went on to play in the NFL a 50th anniversary football. And we had one guy in the 70s that played for the Dolphins from Killingly High School. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. And so um, from the rep that contacted the school about that football, they contacted him and got a uh, football signed by... Um, it was a guy from the Redskins, I forget who, but it doesn't matter. And uh, a guy from uh, the the Giant, the, the Giants, unfortunately. Oh, but you know, but they they donated yeah. stuff, and, and we had an amazing night. And to wrap a bow on that story, um, VP his senior year was still sick, uh, so he walked out. He led the team out to every game. There's his what would have been his senior year, couldn't play, walked out on the field for the coin toss as captain and everything, usually didn't make it to the end of the game before he'd have to go home because he was too tired and too, too worn out and yeah. too, too weak. Um, 
his coach petitioned the Connecticut State Athletic Conference to, to say, you know, he's not going to turn 18 till after he graduates. So technically, he wouldn't be too old. Can we do something to let him play because he, he missed his back. senior year right. if the doctors clear him? Oh, my God. And, and this is like stuff you see yeah. on like a, right? a viral video. Wait. The, the state of Connecticut cleared him to uh, – well, his doctor cleared him to play, said he could play. State of Connecticut gave him the waiver. So he, – because he had to go back for the first semester – the year after, because how much schooling he missed to graduate, so he was he was able to play. Um, what would have been the year after he graduated, but was his technically his senior year, and that year was the third year in a row they not only made it to the state semifinals, they won, went on to win the state championship, and was the only team in the state of Connecticut that went undefeated 13-0. Amazing. Amazing. Imagine, and imagine the, I remember you were telling first, me this was, as it was going on. He was right. saying, the first touchdown of the season in game one was caught by VP. Yep. The what? Only, yeah. The imagine only <laughs> touchdown pass in the state championship game was to VP. Was to VP. Oh, my God. Yeah, how crazy is that? And, and they won. They I, won the championship. I, right? I, and, like, after the state championship, it was a Monday night game because it got snowed out on the Saturday. It's, like, midnight Monday night. We all met in the gym afterwards to congratulate the kids. And I walked over, and I'm, I'm, I knew a bunch of the kids, so I'm talking to them. And, and I turn, and I see VP, and he walks over, and he just gives me this huge hug. And I, 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 there I go, falling apart again. Oh, yep. cause the kid, and, and every he, time Scott sees him, he says, he asks how Billy and I are yeah. doing because we haven't seen him since. But I, he remembers us and I, like he right. wants yeah, see, to know how we're doing. He wants to know how we're doing. I know. Yeah, I know. I, I, he, I saw he was doing something recently on Facebook, so I messaged him and I said, "Hey, how you doing? Since you've been out of school and everything like that, and yeah. uh, you know, he, he's got a long-term girlfriend that I wouldn't be surprised if they end up getting hitched wow. and everything. And um, he again, you know, how are the guys doing? They mm -hmm. doing okay? Now think about that. That and that's what I try to tell people when they when they want to get into the. It, it's not about just showing up and doing a show. It's a, it's about that personal connection with people. Right. Who does that? Who does that? Who reached out to him and said, hey, and, and, and all our stories are very similar. Yeah. Yep. Are very similar. Yeah. But, that, but that was that was a real big one for me because of the personal connection being my first show. I mean, there were so many things that just lined <laughs> up that just, uh, I mean, yeah. I, I, I just remember. And uh, Billy got a great photograph. Um he went to the which kind is of, weird because he doesn't usually get a good picture. No, no, no but yeah. <laughs> he, he went to the side before we flipped the check. And when when VP when I said, "Hey, do you want to come up and flip the check with oh. us?" The entire crowd stood up to give him a standing ovation. And Billy got a great picture of everybody in the Everyone's place standing. standing and some people are wiping their eyes. Oh, and yeah. I just it was it was just an amazing because everybody in that room knew him personally. Everybody knew him personally, um, and it was just—it it was amazing. His, his brother, every time I see him, his older brother thanks me. I mean, they're, That's they're just when I say you really hear me people. say it all the time at the end of the shows. They say before I do the big check, um, friends, family, community came together tonight. Yeah, for laugh, and that's what it truly is. It's like you know, everybody's connected somehow. Yeah. You know, whether it is yeah. a little league. Benefit or 
something like that. Right. It's amazing. Yeah. It's just amazing. I mean, don't get me wrong. When we do the shows, like, you know, we did one for the band boosters this year, and yeah. uh, Billy was on that show, too. They actually requested Billy. Yeah, you're not going to cry on that show, and it's going to no, be No, but, a, you yeah, know, no. I was so happy for them because they're, they're a group that sponsors these kids that do, you know, all these different kind of, um, uh, you know, auditions for these big band things and trips and mm -hmm. uniforms and, yeah. and instrument repairs because schools don't have the budget to do no. that stuff anymore. And the, these guys, they, they do the car washes, they do the other stuff, mm. and work so hard and don't get the return. And they had a successful show this year Good. that it was like, you know, yeah. I was so happy for yeah. them. You know, and, and yeah, you're right. It's not the same emotional thing. But in a way, you still... Oh, yeah. You you know, we all care about their success. You know, it, it's it, in the end, if they're not successful... I you almost feel you like I feel successful. They didn't fail. Right. I failed. Yeah, exactly. Because what could I have done to help them Make do a more, better job? Get more. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure you heard, the, heard it a million times, just like I have on shows like that. Yes, it's not a touching thing. But then you'll have the event coordinators come up to you afterwards and say, that was the most successful fundraiser we ever had. Yeah. And and they thank you for all you've done. And because and that's what we do. It's, it's not just a guy and a microphone. It's a whole package, and it's just amazing. It's so cool to be part of it. And I, I constantly tell Bill, don't ever forget the re why. Don't ever forget the why. Well, that's that's the that's the drive. That's what makes you want to mm. you know go out and do your pep rallies every week. You know, you mm -hmm. do you want to be every Tuesday night sitting and talking to people when you could be home, you know, with the wife and the kids or doing something else. But it's but it's part of it because you know what the end result is going to be mm -hmm. for all that work that you put in the correspondence, the follow up, the everything. Yeah. They, you know, like you said, we don't just show up with a stool and a microphone. From the day you contact us to the day of the show, we're, we're we're, we're partners with you. We're, we're helping you every step of the way. Yep. We do whatever we have to do because we want you to be successful. And, you know, in the end, the satisfaction for us is moments like that with VP. I'll never forget that my entire life no. um, because it's such a Cinderella you know, story at the end to go from uh, yeah, that's where, a movie. where that's a movie. <laughs> you know, when he first was diagnosed, they gave him a 25% chance of recovery. That's it. To winning a state championship. Two years later, not only and catching a catching a pass. Oh, it's, it, it's just everything. I mean, the state could said no, you can't do it. You know, and you know, and the fact that the uh, um, the news, Channel Three News out of Hartford, showed his touchdown pass and the highlights that night. I mean, just everything, all the planets lined up, everything oh, yeah. lined up, like, and and it was it was amazing how those kids knew how important the, that season was that he got to come back and I think that one of the reasons they were so successful undefeated um, the running back for the team was the Gatorade State Player of the Year and everything was because after they watched what he went through and he came back from it they did not take it for granted they they their coach said they never worked so hard they truly cared about each other nobody was selfish on that team Amazing. because they watched what he, he went through and they made it over the home and they made it over that hump, and, and it was just to be the only undefeated team in the state. That's not Period. State. You know? It, <laughs> it was it's not it was like great. whatever. It's a big, you know, Connecticut's a big state. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a so, lot more high school. And I, I'm proud to yeah. say that my daughter being the uh, the football director 
has a state championship ring at home. So I am living vicariously that through her because I didn't go to the state championships when I played. And we didn't. Take it you were the tuba player. No, I played football. <laughs> I played football. played football. I was the trumpet player. You, in the you? band, in the band, yeah. Oh, I always, I always thought that was just um the one song that I suck at. Yeah, that too. But I used to be able to actually play that thing. Oh, I, I played for the I, that's LaSalle a band. To me, I didn't know. I played for the LaSalle band. Wow. Yeah. Very good. Sorry, well, folks. Uh, I had to leave and restock the. <laughs> you're like Chuck Mangione. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm just like <laughs> Chuck Mangione. A little shorter. A little shorter. <laughs> Where in my house? It's sitting right there. Don't make me pull that thing out and yep. start playing it. Didn't you lose your trumpet once? I yeah. did. Yeah. And that's a new one. That's we should have had. And, you know and then we did a fundraiser. I smell fundraiser. Yeah, I did a but per, I, I did a parada gig. <laughs> Sorry, I know I'm derailing with a parada gig story, a, but we do one. Every, we, ha every we have one. to do one every podcast. Um, yeah. I I did a parada gig down at the Ocean Mist. And left, hung out with some friends after the show. Yeah. I left, forgot the trumpet there. I pulled in my driveway, immediately called the place, got in touch with a bartender. I said, I left. There's a brown case. It's under this yeah. high top. She said, yep, I see it. I'll pull it aside. I'll put it in the, the music room, like where the bands keep their equipment or where they load in their equipment. And I didn't go like right down the next yeah, day. Figured yeah, I figured it's safe. It's yeah, in a, you know, it's in a locked room. Went down a couple of weeks later, and they're like, no, we don't see it. I'm like, are ah. you kidding me? I'd love to get in touch with the owner of the Ocean Mist just to see if I could, like, go in the room. Because it's never turned up. It's, I mean, it had my business card in it. Like, you would think someone oh, would so have. they didn't let you right. go in there and look. No, they didn't Wouldn't let me go in there and look. Wouldn't be something if it's sitting there? Or, like, probably 10. It's probably been 10 years. That would. It has a lot of sentimental value because it's the trumpet my parents, exactly. you know, I bought me. It's, you know, it's more sentimental. Maybe right now but it's being played by somebody in John Cafferty in the Beaver Brown band. You never know. <laughs> or, or some jackass is in the back room going, hey, look, sticks the thing up his ass and starts <laughs> farting in it. That would be my luck. Hey, watch me play this like... Yeah. Well, let's put it this way. If awesome. I find it, I'm buying a new mouthpiece. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, sorry. My, I, my, if if sorry anybody, I mean, Ace, before uh, Mike's going to have... More stories than anybody. Absolutely. But, but why don't you? Do you well, have one you can? I can still. You got a tip. You got. Or if you guys, I know. I think I know which one that you said you'd. I you want him to. Him. He can tell a lot more of it, but I'd like to. I can start it. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Mike calls me. Mike and Billy call me. They're like, "Hey, you want to come in and and do this? We want to make this a really really special show. This guy is literally dying of cancer, and." All of his friends are getting together, and they're throwing him this, you know, they're doing a funny for fun show, trying to raise money to defray some medical bills, you know, would love it if you can come. So I'm like, yeah, no problem. So I show up that night, and... Biggest crowd ever. Yeah, oh, place. huge. Like, that. it was the West Warwick Elks, which holds, like, how many? Yeah, and they had to open the side because they, they sold out. That show yeah. was sold out a month in advance. Yeah, it was it was just crazy, huge wow. crowd, huge crowd. It was actually but, over, over the limit, and but nobody was saying it. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it's it. You know, not not to jump off your story, yeah. but isn't it funny though how fire marshals can be a lot more forgiving with some of the stuff because VP show we were over the limit and they didn't. Oh, yeah, go ahead, exactly. Same go thing. Ahead. Yeah. Well, so what happened was, I walk in, and you know it's always. 
sometimes it can be uncomfortable when the person you're raising the money for is there. Yes. Yeah. Like even when VP was there, yeah. I was like, is everyone going to be okay? Are they going to well, be willing to laugh? Like well, how yeah, exactly. sick is this kid? You we know, did, we don't know. We didn't know if he was going to survive at that point. We right. We didn't know where it was going to go. Exactly. So here's a guy they know up front. He's not, you know, he's terminal. Then they go, hey, thanks for coming. It's going to be a really special show. Um, he's here. And I look, and right directly in front of the stage, center of the room, is a hospital chair. And this guy is hooked up to oxygen, IV. Like, this guy looks sick. But I, I was like, are you guys sure this is going to work? Like, they go, no, nope, everyone's going to have a good time. Don't worry about it. I said, all right. I had family there because I, I didn't realize, like, my cousin was his neighbor, you know? Right. So we do the show, just like VP show, amazing show. That crowd was so into it. Everyone was there to have a good time. Everyone was there to have a great, great, amazing time. And we, we have the show. We raise a bunch of money. I don't remember what the big check was, but it was a, it was a sizable amount on the big check. It was over 10000 Now, yeah. who were the comics on the, the show? Ace, yeah. Billy, but um, I think Brad might have been the host. Brad he lives across the street. Yeah, Brad. <laughs> Brad lives across the street, so it was easy Brad for him Pierce. to host. We had another yeah, show Pierce. that night. I was across the town, um, but yeah, we had an amazing show, and it was emotional. You know, I, I don't think they had him say anything. I think they said they had someone from his family say something at the end of the night and it was very emotional. Thank yeah. you so much for coming, blah, blah, blah. Just an awesome night. And I'm like, wow, how cool is this? That this guy, all of his family and friends are here for him. And that was amazing enough and emotional enough just sitting there going, wow, look at how the community rallied around this yeah. guy and really came. Yeah. And it was a Friday night show. I get a call Saturday morning. I don't even remember what time. Mike calls me. He's in tears. Because you know that show you did last night? I said, yeah. He said, he passed away this morning. Holy shit. And I was, at first, just like this heaviness came over me. I was so sad. And then all of a sudden, I stopped. And I was like, you know what? I would want to go like that. I was just going to say. That guy's last night dude, on earth was, was with his friends, dude, his family. hundred plus people. Right. Celebrating They're and celebrating laughing. Celebrating his life. I hate to sound morbid, but they did have like a slideshow, almost as if, you know, yeah. you go to a funeral, they yeah. have the memoriam slideshow. They had a slideshow playing. They had pictures of him like poster board with, with, with pictures all over the room. So people were going around. But instead of waiting until the guy was dead, they were celebrating his life you know with what? him that night. That's and I was like, how lucky was that guy? What a great... His last th night. Just think that, you know, it's, it's horrible that he passed the next horrible, day. Horrible, but... but he, he, his last 
moments were with all the people he loved and that loved enjoying him enjoying themselves having fun and celebrating he was him and enjoying themselves that's that's amazing and, and i mean it, he it, was it, he it, was laughing too yeah, like he, he was having a good time at the show it was amazing that's great okay now i'm going to tell you like but a yeah because you, you fill know, it in yeah. right i didn't know everything so yeah you you found out later that you know your neighbors were friends with him and everything like that was a connection but here's his, his even more backstory to it um he was a member. He was a member and actually one of the um, leaders of the Elks Club. Of, and, of that, yeah. And people that know Funny for Funds, we did the bulk of our shows at the West Warwick yeah. Elks when we first started. Yep. I mean, our first Almost year in business, show, we, yeah. we had to do 50 shows there. That's how busy we kept that Easily. place. Easily. This guy saw us stop from the beginning when we were taking the stuff out of Bill's pickup truck. He saw us from the beginning was always a fan of us and he would watch the shows from the bar you know how you could see that and the guy that was sick was, was he would just sit on was a, was he a of member the of the elks yeah yeah that's what he was oh, saying oh okay he I, was a member of the elks and had seen them start from the very shit. beginning yes. so so like basically he so you guys knew him and and his daughter his daughter um who Kristen Kirk Kristen Earl I believe her name is how you say it and um you know Steve Steve he, he became sick he became sick, and right away, um, she wanted to do a fundraiser. Yep. And he, he wanted to do the fundraiser, actually, yep. too. And, and it was going to be his night, blah, blah, blah. Now, this was a long... It, it took a while. They planned this thing. It went, wasn't... Some, some fundraisers only booked, like, four or five weeks right. out. This fundraiser was booked three months in advance. Wow. And like you said, sold out a month before. A month right. before. A month before it was sold out. And she was calling. I mean, like, you, you're in contact with them. She said, the show is sold out. We need to put sold out on Facebook, sold out on the flyers. I said, that, that's amazing. I said, stop working. Keep working on the sponsors. Keep working on this. And she said, we're going to have to open the other room and, and have a spillover room. And I know the room. And I'm like, really? And I'm like, so now... He took a turn for the worse leading up to the show. So much so, he was in the hospital back and forth a few few times. He was in, the last time he was in the hospital, it was really bad. And it was only a couple days before the show. Matter of fact, the day before the show, I called her and I said, hey, listen. I said, um, first of all, how's, how's dad doing? And she, she said, not too good. I said, I'm just going to throw this out there. I said, we've done it before. We've Skyped shows. We could set up a laptop in front of the stage and Skype the show to the hospital room so he's comfortable and he can still watch the show. She said, no, he's coming. And I'm like, are you sure? She said, he wouldn't miss it for anything. Imagine and that. I was like, I didn't know how to react to it. Yeah. And then... When you know, I was in touch, you know, with Bill during the show. He said he's sitting right there, yeah, right in front, right, right in there. Front of he's the having a blast. Every single family member and friend was in that room that night. I guarantee you that one of the. That, I bet you he hung. Hu- on yes, for that's exactly that. what I was going to say. No doubt yeah. in my mind. I that's, said if, that's he, if he didn't Chris have the that, next day, I said I said I am him. confident. Yep, he absolutely held on till that night. He had that to look forward to. He, if he didn't have that, he probably would have gone sooner because of how rough he had it. But he knew he had that. It was something to there's, look forward to. zero doubt in my mind. Yeah, absolutely. Because and, every, yeah. literally it happened that next morning. And, right? and like Tuesday, we're at, we're at a week. Yeah. And 
and it was like, I mean, we don't want to be <laughs> everybody. This is a podcast talking about special moments. So, by the way, we don't yeah, want to. Yeah. But, but it, it, it right. is amazing how you know, sometimes in life you go along and you forget about the things that the are important things. to you. And, and it shows like that, that really him at home. And then and, and we all f- want to feel that we have some sort of purpose. Yep. And, and you know what? Even though we're doing comedy, we're going up to telling jokes, and you think, all right, how serious are you? We were purpose. Give me that shit. Right. But guess what? We've been through so many of them. It, it truly is. Well, it truly is a purpose. Your, your, your famous saying, it's a fundraiser with a comedy show kicker. Yeah. We don't. Right. Yeah. You know, we don't, that we shows we book comedy. moments. Right, right. And that's what this episode is called. We book moments because there's been so many, you know. Um, I, I had a show that you had me do for you at that same Elks Club one night um, for the young mother and father that had the daughter that needed a heart operation Oof. that had just been born. <laughs> and, you know, I didn't know what the fundraiser was for till I got there that night. Oh. And they got a big picture of the baby sitting there and all this. And I'm like, holy shit, here we yeah, go. Yeah. And, it, it, you know, it was it was just... An, an amazing night where, you know, that these people are so thankful afterwards. And I think also, you know, these are stressful, stressful situations for the family and the people and around them. You just and, hit we, it. and we help them kind of forget about, forget about for that for a little bit. Hours. Right. Exactly. Let that stress go and, and realize, you know, hey, you, you know, we're, we can enjoy each other. We can, We still have family. We still have friends. And, and I, I think that's what, like you said, yo, we just told jokes. What's the purpose? That's our purpose. It, it, it is absolutely is. One, we help these people financially, but yes, we help them kind of, you know, let go of that stuff for a little while and enjoy themselves. And maybe like that, spend their last moments with someone they love having fun, having fun. Because how many people spend those last moments sitting at a bedside waiting he spent it laughing this, with his family and friends. This dude left the hospital. Right. <laughs> right. He left the hospital. And, you know, you know, I couldn't really see it coming until it happened. I was like, it was so fast. And here I am trying to make like, all right, you know, let's make them feel comfortable. Let's, let's Skype them in. Let's, all right, now I'm thinking about, all right, who am I going to grab And this? there was no way in hell you were going to keep him away. There was no way. He yeah. was going, she said, Mike, he's coming to the show and I was like wow and I, I I just knew you guys I knew these guys were in for like um an amazing moment and it's a, it's amazing how how strong the human spirit can be isn't it it's it's just the way that somebody that is like in that condition where any of us would be willing to to give up oh. at that point because you don't want to deal with it but yet the human spirit is so strong. It is. It is. That and it could push you through to get to that to that point. It's, yeah. It is amazing. It is amazing. So, um, you do you guys have another one? Because I got one more. Well, no. Those were the, the two. I was lucky enough. I was on the two most memorable ones that I've been on were with each one of you. Yeah, so it was that's pretty, pretty cool. cool. You know, yeah. I mean. Now, the, his, his one, it wasn't a, such a sad story, but it had so much meaning. And it. And is the this reason, the New Bedford Cha Cha Club that you did no. the uh, fundraiser for? No, it wasn't them. Okay. This, I had to this, get some levity in. Yeah. <laughs> this this one this one was um it, it it's special because it came at the beginning. 
It ca- just like your your launch show. Yeah. It came at the beginning. You're never going to forget that. And, and it kind of put you on that path where you know your the reason why you do things now. Um, we had this show. And it was one of the first at the West Warwick Elks, of course. And it was for a girl <coughs> named Janelle. Janelle Jean. And you know, this uh, great this story. 16-year-old yeah. girl. And she booked her own fundraiser. She booked her fundraiser. Listen, she was in a powered wheelchair. She has, um, how do you say it? Cerebral palsy? Cerebral palsy. Cerebral yes, palsy. So cerebral palsy, and where she's confined to a power wheelchair, motorized wheelchair. This girl's got an amazing sense of humor. But guess what she wanted the fundraiser for? You'll, you'll never guess. It was like she booked it, and she, she wanted to raise money. She wanted to raise money, get this, for a manual wheelchair so she can have more independence. What? Um, I was yeah, like, what? So she wanted to have a wheelchair to, to manually push herself around and get into other places or wheel, the motor wheelchair, like and one of them was the beach. So she she put together the show, and we didn't we didn't really you know we didn't know we were gonna be this whole we book moment state that that didn't come on till after this because this was pretty much the first moment. So we're um, doing the show, and then at the end of the night, we had we still had the same mo. Have them say a few words, and um, she wanted to tell a few jokes. So she did a bunch of street jokes, and the place is going bonkers. Now I feel like shit because my set was nothing, not not getting anywhere near the response she's getting. Hey, good thing you didn't yeah. have to follow her. <laughs> exactly. yeah, good thing, right? Good thing. That's why we always have them talk after the show. Um, yeah. So. So she's doing a bunch of street jokes and she just the greatest sense of humor. Now it's time to do the the, the um the turn around the big check. And we went down on the floor and set a stage because she was in the wheelchair. She had whole family and friends there. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, don't quote me on the numbers, but the magic number was six thousand dollars to get this wheelchair. Away. Right, right. They were at <clears throat> they were at like fifty four fifty four hundred dollars. I whispered in Bill's ear, I said, hey, I don't want to get paid for this show. I said, let's just donate. I'm choking up thinking about it. Let's donate. And that was where the first thing, let's yeah. donate. Will you donate your pocket? So, so we told the audience, yep. we're going to make up the difference and make this even $6,000 to reach that So goal. that they reached the goal. And we did it. And That's we did awesome. it. And it was then that we said, you know, this is bigger than we thought it was going to be. Like the whole thing. And don't get me wrong. We all get into any business with the idea of being a successful business and being profitable. Of course. And we, we, well, we, we are a profit business. Um, I, I think that, you know, for what we we <laughs> provide people, we could probably charge double what we charge. Yeah, but we, yeah we, absolutely. You, you know, the, you, you're not going to find anybody that's going to give you what we give you. For the price, and that's not an ad. It's just because that but was the, part of the philosophy that right. you guys had. Was yes, we're we're, we're making a profit, but it, it, it's very modest. Yes, it's and a that very modest profit because we want them to be successful and make money. Exactly. And that doesn't mean there's less expense. There's not less expensive options out there. It's just they're not providing the same. Not, e- the not same even thing. But, yeah. but it's not only that. And and people, right, for this, I say it all the time for the sake of conversation. The people who were at your show, the people at Stephen Dean's show, the people that were Janelle Jean's show. They're people that saw there. They didn't see three comedians. They saw three pretty cool human beings. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
and they saw a like great smashing night. that barrier of <clears throat> and, and and being and I, I like to say, hey, look, if you're gonna get into this, you're gonna understand. And you heard me. I said it's, it's about kissing babies, shaking hands, and kissing babies. Yeah, you're not leaving after you're set. No. You're gonna be the customer's number one. You're gonna be do everything in your power to make make it a successful night and a and then fun all, night. All the stuff is gravy and a fun night. For them, because they've put in so much work leading up to the event, right. they need that stress relief. Right. They need to be able to say, once the show starts, I don't want to worry about anything. Right. Exactly. And that's what our goal is. We tell is. all our clients, too. I'd say they, they'll be counting the money on it. I say, look, do me a favor. Once that show starts, I want you all to watch it. You work too hard to be sitting over here. Exactly. There's nothing for you to do. Exactly. Just watch the show and enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they, they're they there to help raise money for whatever the cause of the person is, yes. But we want those people that busted their ass to help this person, yeah. this group, to have fun too. Exactly. Because yeah. they deserve it. They've yeah. earned it by putting that work in. Because that's what makes it different than any other fundraiser. Right. Than a candle fundraiser or a candy car, bar fundraiser. Car wash. I mean, again, don't yeah. get me wrong. Car washes and spaghetti they have dinners place. can be fun, the, uh, but it's not the same type of thing. It's not. And, it's and, not a. It's not built around being a fun night. Right. And I know, you know groups. I've done shows for groups that also do a fundraiser at another time in the year where they do a spaghetti dinner or chicken dinner, and they're very successful with yeah. it. I'm not saying that those things don't uh, work. Absolutely. They have their place, but though, but when you're part of a group that's putting on a spaghetti dinner or chicken dinner, yeah. you are cooking, serving, and cleaning the entire night. Yep. You're not the enjoying entire night. it. And You're yes, working. At the end, you look, we made more money than last year. It's very satisfying that you put the work in and there's a payoff. But I love the fact that these people that put the work in get to sit down and get a show too. They get a benefit out of it yep. as well. Yep.